Welcome to the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast, your best podcast spot for all things Cleveland Guardians baseball. Presented by WaitingForNextYear.com. Follow Matt on Twitter at DairySpeaks and Todd at TDGuardiansKU. The Dairy Brothers Guardians cast is on the air. All right, folks, it's the start of December. Let's do a, I don't know if we're going to call this an emergency version or emergency podcast, but it is Dairy Brothers Guardians cast waiting for next year.com, the evergreen podcast network. It is Matt Dairy, Todd Dairy with you on this rainy Friday. Some news when it comes to the Guardians and a lot of rumors out there about trades, Shane Bieber, and even Todd, who pointed this out to me this morning via text. Emmanuel Classe, according to Jeff Passon, could be on the on the trading block. What, I, I, what, what direction is this franchise going? Cause I have no idea, but uh, we got to get into it. We're brought to you by rise and grind fitness, of course, uh, center for advanced dentistry, breaking tea t-shirts at breaking tea.com slash dairy, the proprietor of rise and grind fitness, <laughs> managing partner. <laughs> is that what it is? Managing, managing partner. partner. Yes. I'm a, I am one of four and I am the managing partner. Nice, uh, nice get today finding this article by Jeff Passon. Uh, I mean, let me just say that what what popped up was it was a it was a tweet from Passon, and it was about this the article, and it was like talking about where's Juan Soto going, and you know Shane Bieber, and you know the usual names, Dylan Cease, and then it said, and Classe was the last name listed, and I was like, what? What is going on here? Um, we haven't talked he's not since making any money. I don't understand for next. Well, year, he will though money. because of that extension. It, it it is going to tear up right now, but not this year. No. So let me just start off by saying, "Hey, Manny." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let me just start by saying this: the Bally's TV situation. While we poo-pooed it last year and we talked about it, it is starting to rear its ugly head. And, you know, we did not have a podcast after, you know, we didn't need to. I'm sure everybody, if you're listening to this podcast, you know Cal Quantrill was DFA'd and eventually traded to Colorado for, you know, an A-ball catcher. And he was scheduled to be arbitration eligible for about $6 million plus. And the Guardians decided that was too rich for their blood. For some reason, they have their five starters for the most part set if Shane Bieber sticks around. So they felt as though Cal Quantrill, uh, based on his performance last year, was expendable. Now, I happen to disagree with that. He had one bad year. Do I think Cal's the greatest thing since sliced bread? No. Do I think that Cal is a serviceable arm that you should keep in the organization? Absolutely. The Guardians used, I believe, 16 starting pitchers last year. Uh, It was high. You have no idea if Tristan McKenzie is going to be 100% next year. You assume he will be, but he basically missed the whole season. Shane Bieber missed basically half the season and then came back and did a little showcase action in late September. And then you got the three kids. You're going to lean on Gavin Williams and Tanner Bybee and Logan Allen. But again, this is just their second year of pro ball. Now you're going to say, okay, you three have fun pitching 200 innings, 100%. Uh, the book's out on you now. Let's see if you can adjust. I don't, the, the, the backup plans after that are not spectacular either. So, you know, you're looking at guy, you know, Hunter Gaddis again. And I think we know what he is. 
Xavion Curry is was great in his role out of the pen last year and ended up in the rotation. Uh, they just signed Jaime Berea to a minor league contract who had been a swing guy for the Angels for the last five years. But you you, you're not hearing a lot of great things. And then you Joey can't Cantillo. Possibly mention the name Jaime Berea before you mentioned Joey Cantillo. I just said I just said in Joey Cantillo. Oh, okay. okay. Yes, I did. Yeah. So, you know, again, it's a lot of unproven stuff. You, if 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 we know anything about baseball, is that you need more than five solid arms. Sure. We don't want to be picking up waiver wire crap and starting them. I mean, you remember how many years ago it was when it was like the rotation was like J.C. Mejia was pitching all the time. Oh, yeah, you you know, and and who else? Who else were some of those clowns that we were seeing? You know, just guys that we knew that weren't it. So, I don't know. I I, I thought that the Cal Quantrill decision was a little head scratching, but they even came out. Chris Antonetti basically came out and said it was a money move. And the fact that it's $6 million and it's a money move to cut payroll. And now out of nowhere, Jeff Passan, who's one of the most well-respected writers, national writers in baseball is leaking class A's name. I don't think it's a coincidence. I'm not saying they're going to trade him, but they're listening. Obviously they're listening. Hold on. So you're right. You're right on a lot of things there, but uh, Cal Quantrill's money was offset by the trade for Scott Barlow. So Who, by the looked, way, it was bad last year. Right. But I think can be fixed as a good, solid seventh, eighth inning guy. I'm not sold. He's a closer. Uh, didn't help we that owned, he was playing. You know, playing. We owned his ass too. too. We owned his ass. We owned his ass. Well, yeah, but to me, Scott Barlow is a nice addition at $7 million as a very good setup man in the right spots with a good pitching coach and I think pretty good defense behind him, something that uh, certainly he had uh, a couple of years ago when he had like Michael Taylor out there. And then, I don't know, I'm not telling you I'm breaking Royals games down. I'm just saying that the, the way that was put was when they signed Barlow, well, we wouldn't have been able to do this without DFA and Cal Quantum. So I get all that. I'm an, you know, uh, we used to refer to, you know, Cal Quantrill as the ambassador of Quan. I was a fan. I liked him. I think he was had really good years with us. But unfortunately, you're not paying in this marketplace. You're not paying your sixth starter six and a half million dollars. Not when you've got at the moment Bieber, Bybee, McKenzie, Williams, and Allen. And like we said, Cantillo showed at the AAA level last year that he's probably ready. For this level, that's six. You mentioned Gaddis. They like him. Uh, they've given him numerous opportunities over the last couple of years. They probably think maybe next year he he he's decent. Plus, what else do they like about Hunter Gaddis? He's cheap, so and controllable. So that I could get the Quantrill. Oh, and we used his money to get Barlow. Uh, excuse. I can use that. What I can't use is what you sent me this morning, which is. Your all-star closer, who, yes, blew 12 saves and really was off his game last year. There was talk of, well, what about the baby that his girlfriend or fiance or whomever was having? And he looks off. You met him at the uh, season ticket holder day. You said he was weird. He wasn't in I didn't, Okay, I didn't say he was weird. I said of all of the people that were there, he seemed the least interested in being there. That least, is that's what I said. Least. <laughs> so, hey, Manny. Uh, <laughs> hey, Manny. So he was off last year. It was something... Something was amiss, whether it was the pitch clock, rushing him, velocity was down, whatever it was. He, But he still was an all-star because 
people around the league, whether it was players, coaches, whomever, felt he still is really good. And his stuff is still plays. And he's really young. And he's cheap also. They got to, they, they sign him to a long-term deal where next year he's only making $2.5 million. Yep. So if they're shopping him, I'm hopeful that the shopping and whispering to pass and to put that on ESPN.com is Manny hasn't been working hard. Manny's been off his game. Let's hope it's a, it's just a message sender. But if it's legit that they're trying to save money on their all-star closer, then just blow this thing up. Someone call the commissioner and step in. Can we can we get Paul Dolan out of here? If we're really doing this and 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 cost cutting because well our TV deal's no good. What what, what is this sport? The Minnesota Twins are on Bally's. The Detroit Tigers are on Bally's. The Pittsburgh, not Pittsburgh, they're on the other one. Texas, Rain, Texas Rangers. Now, These other I, teams are on there too. What the hell is this? Well, last year, I believe it was San Diego and Arizona right, were the two us. teams that MLB had to take over the broadcast. It looks, I read an article this week in The Athletic about this, and it looks like that's what the Rangers and the Guardians are going to have to do. Now, the Rangers were getting over $120 million as compared to the Guardians' $55 million. Here's the difference. The Rangers just won the fucking World Series. Right, right. And they just bought Kyle Seager, Marcus, Marcus Simeon, Simeon, and the injured um, DeGrom. Uh, Jacob DeGrom. So there's a big they difference. They also there. bought at the deadline and rented guys like Jordan Montgomery who yes, weren't cheap. Who was great. So, right. That is a commitment from ownership. And I hate, I don't want to be the Dolan's cheap guy. I don't. But if, if Neither, none of us do. What's that? None of us do. But we're I, pro, we listen, when it comes down to everything but the spending, I love him as an, as Paul Dolan as an owner. I, I do. I mean, when he's not talking, should I say, I love the stability stuff. He's made good hires. You know, everything is, is good in the community. He's a, everybody says he's a lovely man. So everyone loves working for you. Talk to Hammy. Hammy's your boy. You've talked to Hammy. Hammy speaks the world of him and Hammy might not want to work for another owner. I'm not even kidding. So Tom Hamilton is also close personal friends with the executive producer. (laughs) Just kidding. Yes, he is. That is true. Talk about a class guy. The executive producer or Hammy? Uh, Both. (laughs) (laughs) No, Hammy Hammy did a great video. Yes. Amy did a great video for the executive producer's 50th. So did Zach Meisel. These are great people. You're, you're right about Paul Dolan, but I, if we're sitting here on December 1st, or by the way, free agency is here. There are needs for this baseball team. And we're sitting here going, well, the TV deal. There's always an excuse. It's getting old. You're totally right. I agree completely with you. And I, if you can't, you know, here's here's the big problem. It's like the one time, you know, they, 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 the times that they ever go out and sign anyone for free agency, it, you know, big money, which is very rare, it doesn't work out. I mean, Josh Bell did not work out. Mike Zanino for $6 million isn't big money. That didn't work out. The, the main problem we're having here is we, we all know you need more in this lineup. The corner outfield situation, right field in particular, center field. It's a shit show. You have three black holes in the lineup every night at a minimum. So you have to get better bats. The reason why I think this class eight thing is being floated is because 
they know that the only way for them, the Shane Bieber trade market is going to be next to nothing at this point. I think they're going to end up holding him because he has one year of, of club control left. He's a free agent at the end of the year. I think that we know he's not an ace anymore. He's more of a middle of the rotation starter. And while I love Shane, he's on the downside at this point. He's going yes, the he wrong is. way. Okay. No question. Two years ago, it would have you could have gotten more for him than you did now, but we were going for it, so you didn't want to trade him. Last year was the time to trade him, and he got hurt is the problem. Because if he was pitching on his game and we were out of it, you would have had two pennant races that a team could have given you, like Baltimore, who had no starting pitching for the most. Kyle Bradish being their you know number one guy. Baltimore would have been a great fit. Two playoff runs, whatever. He got hurt. It didn't happen. So now you look up and you see Class A. Yes, he led the league in saves, also led the league in blown saves. According to Passon, you know, the Guardians now are open to dealing with him, which is we're open to dealing pretty much everybody every year except for Jose. He has a $2.5 million contract for this year, $4.5 million in 2025, and $6 million in 2026, which is so It's a cheap. steal. It's a steal. So it's if you say to a contending team or someone who's loaded with prospects who's looking for a back-end guy – Hey, he's cheap. He leads the league in saves. He's still got his 99 mile per hour cutter, you know, and his 91 mile per hour slider. Someone may open up their, you know, open up the coffers and give you what you want for him. And so I think that the this is out there because he's their most marketable trade piece. You could make Barlow into a closer if you had to, and hopefully add on now i don't particularly love barlow i'm done uh, at all but i think that that's the thinking but again it comes back to if you can't keep class a and you can't improve your lineup with free agency and you have no other tradable pieces because then then what are we doing here give me an owner who doesn't care about money and 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 treats this as his toy and this is the same conversation we've been having for a decade for years. And I mean, I just, I, I think, I think you're spot on with that. I think that maybe you're right. Class A could be your meal ticket to getting you that right field bat that you need. Um, But if that's the case and you're constantly cutting off your nose, despite your face or, you know, three steps forward, two steps back. Okay. And then, just to sit here and go, oh yeah, we're gonna just insert Barlow right into that, uh, right into that uh, bullpen okay, okay, I, instead yeah. of Classe. Uh, okay, then who's setting up Barlow? The guy Thank that was you. a complete disaster last year in Trevor Steffen. Uh, James Karinchak is still on the forty man. The guy's an embarrassment. So like, oh, Ronaldo Lopez was awesome last year. He's gone because the Atlanta Braves spent ten million on ten million a year on him. And they're going to make him a starter, which is what he wants. And if he doesn't work out as a starter there, he goes back to the bullpen. He would have been a great keep. Of course he left. Like. <laughs> you knew that Lopez was never coming back. You knew I, I know, pitch. but. He but was too a, rich for our blood. And. Uh, the fan the, in me was hopeful, but. You know. Yeah, of course. But yeah, to your point, you look up at the bullpen now, all of a sudden, let's say you do end up trading class A and, you know, you get the big bats that you need. I've said this 150 times. Here comes 151. Nothing ruins a season like a bad bullpen. It doesn't matter how good your lineup is. It doesn't matter how good your starting pitching is. If your bullpen sucks, 
you ain't winning shit. That's the bottom line. So you trade so class Scott a. Barlow, but if Scott Barlow at age 30 at this point, coming off his worst season as a pro, is going to be your closer, and you are like, okay, Sam, Big Sam had a bad year, Stefan had a bad year, those are your two key setup guys. 99 is worthless at this point. I am stunned they didn't DFA him or, or non. Although, is the non-tender deadline happened yet? Or is that separate from, like, I think the non-tender thing he can has still been. be non. He can still be non-tendered, I think. I'm stunned he hasn't been non-tendered yet. But at the end of the year, it was Lopez. Lopez is now gone. Delo Santos, my guy, has been traded for Barlow. I'm going to so miss DLS. A lot of question marks. A lot of question marks out there. Yeah. So, and it's not like the Guardians are going to go out and, the, you know, sign a bunch of guys to the bullpen. That That never happens. It's usually... Let's take a flyer on someone like DLS and see if we can. Well, there's you know, guys, there's guys in the minors, and there's guys that could fill back in. Cody Morris will come back up and fill back in, and and he Cade has good Smith. stuff. They they love Cade Smith, right? Right, Cade Smith. Uh, uh, what about up the Stan Man? He was good and bad last year. He Who? was up, he was down. Nick Sandlin, get out of here! I, I, come on, he's Seriously? making the team. Who are you kidding? For for I'm done. I'm for, even for, done with him. For stretches, he was the best guy you had. He also was the worst guy you had for stretches. They also, all were bad. Even big, even big, and I'm a huge. Come on. This is just a nightmare. I mean, it just, I'm trying to be positive here, but what the heck is No, that? we're being real. We got to be to real. see Class A's name in that piece. And Jeff Passan, the Passan program. Remember Rich Passan? Pride of soul in Ohio. Come on. To see Jeff write that is just. It just, it's a kick in the gut because that's the one, he's so controllable, he's so cheap, and he's good. Even his club options for seven, 27 and 28 are only 10 million. I mean, that contract was a was a masterpiece. It's a beauty. Yep. And you're going to blow that up because, well, we, we can't spend. Well, well, our TV deal is really screwing us. When someone called... Someone call the commissioner and go, what is going on in Cleveland? Can someone step in and help us? This is BS. It's way worse in other places. What are you talking about? At least we compete. Imagine being a Buccos fan. I mean, they haven't. What about the Tigers? These teams are, you know. The Tigers The Tigers assigned Kenta Maeda. And I, I'm not a Kenta Maeda Sweet. fan. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's dumpster years. diving. But 2-2 two, two at 24 is ridiculous. But yeah. at, at least they went and spent some money. Yeah, they gave money to Eduardo Rodriguez, who was good last year. You know, they're they're at least they're showing that they're trying. What about that Javi Baez contract? Woo. He, he, you know, he's not and he's not opting out. So he'll no, he opted in. Of course he did. And now his no opt out's gone. His opt out was only after two years, so now he has to stay for the next for three. three more. That's what I'm saying. Like, but if you were him, would you opt out? No, shit on the open market. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's very frustrating. It's very aggravating. You know. All right. Let me ask you this. Yeah. This Jim Bowden rumor. And I know Jim Bowden's kind of a, you know, he, he, big top Bowden. I mean, he's a bit of a clown. A, a bit of a clown? Okay. But in the athletic.com, he did write uh, today, like six trades he could see happen. Was, and one yeah. of them was Shane Bieber to the Braves for Vaughn Grissom basically, and another minor league arm. Vaughn Grissom, if you recall, ended the World Series last year when he struck out or whatever it was. I think it was um, his first at bat of the playoffs, too. But I'm pulling, um, it, I'm pulling it up here. 
Yes. I, I 22 years old could play short second and left field and is one of their top third. prospects. Not that he's playing third. <laughs> didn't, didn't win the shortstop job last year for the Braves. Arcia won it. And people were surprised. Braves fans want to see this kid. He's 22, but if it's a numbers game and Atlanta's desperate for starting pitching, cause they didn't get Sonny gray. They didn't get uh who else did Atlanta go after? Was it Jordan Montgomery? Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola they wanted. Maybe they would try to go for Beaver. Like I said, Jim Bowden, most of the stuff he writes is kind of laughable. This wasn't bad. I would take Vaughn Grissom, of course. Well, here, here, here's the thing. There's a lot of starters who could be available. Oh, yeah. You know, you're hearing about Corbin Burns. You're hearing about Dylan Cease. You're sure. hearing about Tyler Glasnow or um, who is the other one on Tampa? Ron uh, Glasnap. <laughs> Oh, he can throw, throw out, out the, the first, first pitch. He got to throw out the first pitch. But, but not me. He's the pusher, not me. <laughs> Yellow ones, red ones, cocaine grinder. <laughs> okay. Um, so here, Sonny, did you say Sonny Gray? Yeah. As a free agent? Okay. So, so the Braves' two top targets were Gray and uh, Nola. Nola, and they're both Gray. Yeah. Nola stayed in Philly, and Gray went to St. Louis. St. Louis's rotation, the average age is like 35. Have you seen yes. that? Yes, yes. They went. They just signed Lance Lynn, Kyle Gibson, and um, Sonny Gray's not old, not young anymore. He's in his mid thirties. No, yeah. So in the meantime, I, I, I like Vaughn Grissom was once their their number one guy. I mean, correct second, number one prospect second, going into last season. Yes, second round pick. Um, you know, again, he would have to play the outfield. Right, a court, you know, he's a stolen. Or, you know, he's got a little pop, stolen base. You or, know, he's a steel guy. Or he plays second. Jimenez plays short, and Arias plays right. Are we going to get back into the Gabby versus Brian Rokio? What about Brian Rokio? Come on. Hey, why don't we package one of our zillion middle, middle infielders? Infielder. Oh wait, nobody that thinks was- they have value except us. <laughs> What is this? Uh, uh, the uh, Dairy Brothers uh, uh, Tribe cast from three years ago. I hey, know. remember all those glut of middle infielders? We're gonna. That's right. We can't. Tra- we can't trade Tyler Freeman. We can't trade Juan Brito. We can't trade a guy Gabe Arias. We can't trade Let's Brian. Hold on Rokin. to all I of them until they have no value again. There's seventeen <laughs> of them. Yeah. Again, uh, the the front office really fucked that up. I mean, they they really did. <laughs> they did. We held every single one of these guys. Max and fucked the, it up for everybody. <laughs> that's right. And then the one they did, the the guys they didn't uh, decide to keep were Will Benson and Nolan Jones, and they were serving. <laughs> they were exactly what they needed last year. <laughs> I love it. A couple weeks ago, Nolan Jones finished like third for the rookie of the year. I'm like, oh. And it's, yeah, and remember there was a bit early in the year last year. It's like, oh, look at his slash numbers away from cores. By the end of the season, they were like even splits. Yeah, he had a great, he had a really good year. They love yeah. him in Colorado. Yeah. Well, I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.
I don't know. I, I could just, I'm with you. I'm very frustrated. I'm frustrated with the, um, the evaluate the, 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 just everything. I mean, I'm happy about Steven vote. I like that. I like that. We got a new I voice. I liked it. Some of the staff, including Carl Willis, you know, was kept on board. I am not thrilled that we don't have sentiments, uh, sentiments Sarby coaching third anymore, but where so did he go? So he went somewhere. I missed it. Someone said Sarbaugh got another job. I didn't see it. I was whoever whoever has him is the best third base coach in the league. <laughs> I don't know if he's third base coaching. Google it. I I just I thought of it because I was I like was, uh, I was in international waters when that went down, and I couldn't. He is the third base coach for Josh Bieber's New York Mets. Really? Yeah. Well, we remember the last time a Guardians coach went to the Mets. Didn't work out Mickey. real well. <laughs> <laughs> that perv, How'd that work Callaway? <laughs> LinkedIn Mick. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. mercy. Good times. Good times. Yes. So, so uh, yeah, I don't know. What, so are we what signing I'm... Tommy Pham in like March? Is that what's going to happen? How, we've talked about signing Tommy Pham for, for four five years. years. <laughs> I swear. He's like every year he gets a one-year deal and he's I good. Know. He gets traded at the deadline and then I he know. signs somewhere else and gets traded at the deadline. I don't even want to look at free agent. There's That's... no having that conversation because we're not signing anybody. That's not going to happen. Hey, we'll, the we'll, do, the late, do, we'll is... do the late signing thing and we'll get excited about it. Like with Hanley Ramirez and. Who was the other guy right after Hanley that we signed? And he was Cargo, Carlos Gonzalez. <laughs> we had him. <laughs> what was his Remember they like brought him up and they instantly hit him fourth for like a week. And his swing was so long. I'm like he was this cooked. Guy. I was excited about him. I won't so lie. Was I. We got sucked in. Hanley. We I feel like that happens every year. There's always a reliever that they sign that turns into being somebody good like every single year that happens and there's always someone that they signed remember they signed a bj upton one spring never and oh, didn't make yeah. the team yeah That's a good it's point. always something like that maybe yeah. we'll trade for eloy jimenez i'll take him yeah he's a he can't dog. play the outfield though he's a total dog he, he tries like twice a week he's a dh yeah he can't we already have a dh and a first base Yes, we do. As I've said on this Kyle show, Kyle Manzardo. As I've said on this show before, if Kyle Manzardo is not in the opening day lineup, there should be an investigation. I think that they should extend him. How about that, Manzardo? Yes, go to the John Hart route. Get him. Get him he signed. Hasn't played yet? How about extending Josh Naylor? You see what the uh, Brewers are doing with uh, their yeah, top but prospect? But that guy's like a top five Jackson, prospect yeah. in all of baseball. That's true. You well, know. here's the good news. When they traded Aaron Savali and everyone freaked out, Savali was terrible in Tampa. So this could turn out to be a really big steal if Manzardo is as good as we're hoping he's going to be. Let him play. Let him play, please. Well, there's no reason to keep him down. If if he starts that season in AAA, if Miles Straw's in center and Manzardo's in Columbus, I may not go to a game next year. You know, I'm not. I already told you that. Can we talk, can we talk about my uh, season ticket situation? Yes, please. This this is probably going to be the last year. What? Uh, yeah. Really? Well, my seats, they're moving into this premium club, and they're not going to be $275 a ticket, so I've already told them no. I'm not, hey, I can't. I can't. Hold on. That. Hold on. Back up. What? How much were they last year? On average, about $88 a ticket. For so the ticket was $88 a ticket. 
Yes. Now it's two on average because it's you know some games are seventy five dollars, some games are one hundred and twenty dollars. But on average, it's two seventy five a ticket. No, on average, it's, right now this will be the last season. On average, it's eighty eight bucks. It will be two seventy five every game, and that gets me into their premium club with the food, you know, unlimited alcohol, high-end food is what I was told, not club food, high-end food. Okay. Uh, so not, not that I could afford it. I don't know who they think. This isn't New York. I don't know who they think is going to buy these tickets. There's only 700 of them available, I guess, because it's only, I think it was sections 148 to 158 in well, the first five rows. Shouldn't they? Shouldn't they finesse you a little bit and go, all right, Todd, if you don't want to be in this section anymore, we're going to put you in another comparable yes. to where you are now price range. And it won't be, it's not like you're going to be sitting in the they upper did. deck. No, they did. I, I could move up in, in my section, but I, I, I'm finding it harder and harder as someone who goes to, you know, 40 games a year. Number one, as you know, my current situation with, you know, you're busy. You're a busy every guy. Day. It's not the easiest thing for me to go to as many games as I want to. That's number one. Right. Number two, I mean, we're a year and a half away from college, dog. I don't know how I'm going to afford to pay for all this stuff. So some yeah, cuts, may, some cuts are obviously coming, and it may have to be my season tickets because you know what? In the end, it's not like it's hard for me to go to a game. If I really want to go to a game, I'll buy tickets. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, I. I, you know, sometimes you look on that ESPN schedule and we'll say like tickets available at $7. That's what I'm saying. You know, and I'm young. Yeah. So, you know, it's something that I, I can, you know, that I've been given to customers also. Like last year, I gave it to my uh, tons of tickets to my staff when I took over, you know, when I, you know, started the the, the gym, I started giving tickets, you know, cause I'm, I'm there. I can't get there at seven o'clock a lot of times or six. You got to give the gym a proper plug here. Rise and Grind Fitness. For people that welcome. don't know, that are new new listeners, new subscribers. Our great welcome. subscribers, yes. Uh, new listeners. Yes. Rise and Grind Fitness, the corner of Chagrin and Brainerd in beautiful Woodmere, Ohio. You can find a group fitness studio managed and owned by your boy. If you are looking for, whether it's a boot camp, whether it's cycle classes, bike boot camp, yoga, bar, we have it all. And we are the cheapest studio you're going to find. I mean, I just ran a Black Friday sale and for 15, uh, uh, 10 classes for 150 bucks. And if you call or send an email to info at riseandgrind.com oh, and say, hey, I heard on the podcast I could get 10 for 150. We'll call it we'll, we'll call it the uh, Dairy Brothers Guardians cast, you know, deal. You mentioned the studio. You want that 10 for 150? I'm in. Black Friday's over, but not for my podcast listeners, Dees. Wow. If you if you listen to 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 the Dairy Brothers, I'll I will say the it. podcast promo. Yes, the podcast promo. Info at riseandgrind.com or check us out at Rise and Grind Fitness on Instagram. We just put up a sweet video. Uh, you know, Spotify wrapped came out i know you're not a spotify person but i am no, no they they do this thing at the end of every year and it, it it basically is your analytics of what you listen to your top five songs your top five podcasts your top five artists yeah if you had I've to seen guess, it all over twitter or X who or is my number one artist of 2023 if you had to guess taylor swift 
Very good, Dees. Well, I mean, you, you become a Swifty, your daughter's into it, and the music's good. So Taylor jumped into the top five. I had the same every year forever. I've had the same top five, but Taylor Swift jumped up into the number one slot. Wow. Number two was De La, or was the Beatles. Number three, De La Soul. Number four, A Tribe Called Quest. Number five. I was gonna, uh, that was going to be my next guest. Yeah, Tupac was number five. Tribe really? of the Beatles have been one, two for the last three years. You know, Tupac is still alive. You know that, right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So in the meantime, check us out, riseandgrind.com, at riseandgrindfitness on Instagram. And again, info at riseandgrind.com. Send us an email. Mention this podcast offer. 10 for 150 is yours. And that's on, and 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 you can check out all everything we have to offer right there. Rise and grind. Shout out, uh, shout out to Dr. Ben Hornstein, Center for Advanced Dentistry, by the way, CFAD.net. Dr. Ben also put a video together for executive producer's 50th birthday. It was uh, very well done. We appreciate everything that he does. And he and Dr. Sean, the whole crew, Center for Advanced Dentistry. That's, that's really the best dentist in Northeast Ohio. Heck, I would say in the Midwest. Um, I'd say America, but that's just my bias. He's right up there. He's right up there with uh, Dr. Robert Good in Southfield, <laughs> Michigan. But uh, me and Bob Good, by the way, will be at the uh, we'll be down at the Fritz Chrysler uh, Center uh, Tuesday evening for a nine o'clock tip between uh, Mike Woodson's boys and whomever is coaching the Michigan Wolverines. So uh, just just what you need a nine o'clock tip. <laughs> last year, I went to the Indiana Michigan State game with my buddy Joanne, and it didn't right. tip to like nine twenty. It's ridiculous. That was East Lansing, which is even further away. East Landfill. What? Yeah, that's what's, right. Uh, what? Uh, um, uh, are you going to be locked in tonight? We got. Uh, we we got uh, UConn at KU, the last two national champions at nine p.m. on ESPN. Wait, that's tonight. Yes, it is at nine. Jesus, How's it is... going tonight? That's There's I... uh, we're having a dispute here in the homestead because oh yeah, um, there were plans made that I'm iffy about and. Uh, I was planning on uh, locking into Indiana, Maryland this evening, and K. Right? I thought KU was yet tomorrow, but nope. So we we're going to have to work tonight's a out. great night to be home. You also got Oregon Pac-12 championship game, the last oh, one. Oh, that's tonight. Oh, wow, yeah. that's exciting. And their last game was awesome. So we'll be working the two screens. Also, shout out to YouTube TV. I officially cut the cord. Did you over? Yes. Wow. I doubled my speed on the internet with, with Spectrum and told them to take a hike on cable, and I am now all YouTube TV. That's uh that's awesome. And it's been it's working well. And you could get the NFL package if you want, right? I mean, I get red zone. Yeah, I'm getting red zone with it. I don't need who needs Sunday ticket when you got the red zone. Red but zones yeah. is not the same anymore. It, well, of course not. It's <laughs> there's only one real red zone. That's yeah, right. You know that. it, well, you know, a Andrew, Andrew all day over that clown, Scott Hansen. Oh, hey, hey, Scott Hansen. He's yeah, he's very popular. Well, for people that don't know, uh, can't, can't inside, see the inside. Maybe. <laughs> I'm going to just I'm, I'm going to behave today. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, Whatever. I don't think of anything else. Guardians related that we haven't Can touched we, on here. Here. This is what about our new backup catcher. We haven't talked about that. Oh, I, I, I was I'm a fan of Christian Betancourt. I'm a, I'm a, I'm always a, hits in our stadium. Always. When he was in Tampa also, and Oakland, we're always like this guy. It also harkens me back to one of my top five all time favorite relief pitchers, Raphael, the realtor Betancourt. Man. God, was that guy money. 
He was. Think about him in the uh, pitch clock era. He was the slowest worker of all ever, time. Ever. ever oh, ever. Rafi left and Rafi right. Rafael Perez, 2007. This guy's were untouchable. Yeah. I might, oh. have to, I might have to YouTube's most seven highlights after we get done today. Just to, just to, uh, just to keep my spirits up. <laughs> I do love those, those. That 07 playoff run was the best. So before we go, we would be remiss if we did not discuss the executive producer, the big, big 5-0 yesterday, the 29th or the 30th, I mean. Yeah. Um, turning 50, I went down to uh, Ann Arbor for the Michigan-Ohio State game. Everyone who is a listener knows there is no bigger Mason Blue Cleveland fan than the executive producer himself. And I have never seen him so happy. Never. That photo of him yeah, well, with the I know. arm up with the, the scoreboard in the background. With the scoreboard. The Perfect. Oh, yeah. it, in the it was a thing of beauty. But uh, shout out to him, the, the great executive producer. We had a great time at his 50th birthday party. The Jer Jam, as we like to call it. And uh, It was great. Stone Groove. Stone Groove is right. We walked in and there was Larry Nance. Now, he wasn't at the party, but he what was. What a talent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was there. Larry Nance was there. Uh, and then we had some cameo appearances by the coolest member of the Fab Five, Jimmy King. Yes. KU's own Hunter Dickinson. And, of course, Jake Butt, the second best looking uh, Michigan football player of all time behind J.J. Uh, McCarthy, Liza and Brooks' favorite. What about Tom Brady? Isn't he, like, up there? He wasn't that good looking when he was on Michigan, though. <laughs> when, he, when he was on Michigan, the Michigan fans didn't even like him. Okay. How about me, you, and the executive <laughs> producer? I, this was this was my third game ever. My first game at uh, the Big House was with you, the executive producer, and Joe Morris, former running back Joe Morris for no Jamie Morris. Jamie Morris. I thought it was. I thought it was no. It was Jamie and Joe. They were. Joe both. was with us. Yes. His older boy well, Joe played at Syracuse, and Jamie obviously right. played. At it Michigan. was Jamie really? Morris, Joe Morris, and the two of us. Really. And the executive producer and. Uh, an that was the McNabb game. Female companion who shall never be spoken about. <laughs> this is a lot of Ann Arbor talk. Woo. But it was it was it was Tom Brady versus Donovan McNabb. Well, Henson played in that game too. Yeah. At the end, they brought in Drew Henson. Well, but that not, was not pretty cool. They like it was almost like a split. But yes, that was uh that always is known in Ann Arbor uh lore as the Donovan McNabb game because he just yeah. He like ran, he like he ran for like a 70 yard touchdown with one shoe. Like he did everything. I think it was like the score ended up being closer, but it was like 35 7 when we left. I, mean, I remember. It was pretty amazing. Pretty yeah. amazing. Good stuff. Good I believe Mike Stone was at that game nearby us as well. I believe uh, I saw Jared Miller in the parking lot. <laughs> yes, I did. We're dropping names right now. That <laughs> all, as well all just I... congratulate Lauren Jabara on her engagement. <laughs> on her <right> engagement. <laughs> Uh, this is like radio now, for two. Now we're talking. <laughs> oh man! I hope the executive producer enjoyed his tribute there. <laughs> this is this is this is long. Hey, you know what? You gotta have fun. We gotta have some fun. Yeah, we listen. When's our next our next Guardians cast? I wonder what the news will be that will force us to do a show. Like, what's the next? It will it be a Class A trade. It's gonna be a trade of some sort, either Bieber or Class A. But that's that's my guess. Are you in or out on Vaughn Grissom? I'm in. If if the package is is Shane Bieber for for Vaughn Grissom and a, another pitching prospect, you know you have to look at it as 
I, I need to know what else is going to happen in terms of the roster. Do you know what they're I mean? Gonna, like, they're not going to tell us. There's never. No, but I, I understand that. But if you're trading Shane Bieber, I got to know that the rest of that team is going to look like a contending team. If you're telling me you're trading Shane Bieber and it's Vaughn Grissom and and now all of a sudden your fifth starter is Xavier Curry, and and you know the the the, the corner outfield situation is Vaughn Grissom and we're hoping he's going to be good. I can't I can't get down with that. It's 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 just more of what we saw last year. The 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 prospect pitcher that Bowden talks about is Spencer Schwellenbach. Sounds yeah, like I'm, a, I'm not familiar with his work. Sounds like a kid that uh, hangs out at Fairmount Temple. So I don't know. He, I heard he wore a, a purple shirt and runs real fast. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Spencer Schwellenbach, huh? We need to fleece the Jays again. Like we need to I'm I'm ready for a a a phone call up to Toronto to fleece the Jays with our old friends. Yeah, but know? they're all, and they're all in. They're but, in dis, they're in disarray. But they're all in still. They still got. They are, them. but they're in disarray. I don't know the direction they're going either. They had a really disappointing year, so they did That's for the true. talent that they have. I'm saying. I mean, which if anybody had a disappointing year, it's us. I mean, that was a ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I was at the airport the other day and some guys noticed me and he's like, Matt Derry. I'm like, yeah. He's like, huh. he's like, didn't the Tigers finish ahead of your team? And I'm like, that matters. <laughs> Congrats on second place. I'm like, sweet. I'm like, I'm like, if you ain't first, you're last buddy. That's how I look at it. There's no points for second place. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, you can do your victory in the AL cent in the AL central. <laughs> right. What's aren't a worse the twins division? cutting? Aren't the twins cutting costs too? I'm reading that. Yes, because they were part of the, I believe they were part of the Bally's deal too. And they're cutting costs coming off a coming off a, a season where they won the division going away. So well, they should they have still gone. got a Correa though. That guy's a stud. Yes. Yep. I heard Buxton's healthy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, so, I saw that Luis Severino signed, you know, with the Mets. I just I saw a stat 13 million. He hadn't made more than 10 starts a year for the last five seasons. Yeah. Is that nuts? Always He's basically hurt. Noah Syndergaard at this point. Man, always hurt. Because yeah. he's talented, but that's. Of course. But spend $13 million on a broken arm. He hasn't made more than 10 starts in five years. That's insane. But it's again, that's Steve, Cohen mo- that's Steve Cohen money. Yeah, well, he can shit off $13 million. No problem. Meanwhile. We can't offer a, a Cal Quantrill six. So right. I don't know. And I know, I know your stat, the stance, it offset with Barlow's seven, but I, something is amiss. Something is amiss. I'm ready for a big move. <laughs> yeah. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, you think I have an answer? Lourdes, no, but they never. Lourdes Gurriel. Let's go get Lourdes Gurriel. Every move they make is completely out of nowhere. We never know something's coming. You know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden, you remember when we traded for Brad Hand that one trade deadline? We had no yeah, idea that great, all of a sudden great move. Brad Hand. He had good years with us. He was still in the majors last year. He was pitching in the he pitched in the uh, playoffs in for the, the play for the Phillies. Yeah, or was under the Phillies? Was it Phillies? I thought it was the Phillies, wasn't it? I don't know. He was pitching in the playoffs, and I almost fell over. I'm like, I can't believe this guy who was cooked for three. Years. That's just more proof that if you're a left-hander. You can pitch forever as long as you're halfway decent. Who can we get from the Reds? I'm always, you know, we're always making calls to the Reds. They probably would want Bieber, right? Yeah, but they're, yeah, but again, that's a team that 
they're all the way in. Oh, you know who would look good in a Guardians uniform for outfield? Will, Will Benson. Benson. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, how long has this gone? All right. I have no well, idea. It's been great talking to you. Hey, the pleasure's all mine, Dees. Emergency pod. Here we go. Hey, we now. Had big, we had a big Troy Chamber meeting this morning, and I immediately raced home for this. So this was uh, this was good. Well, Good luck to K- KU and UConn. KU better play better than you tonight. Do you want a lock? I'd go. I'd go UConn money line. You think? I, I think. I think we're very average. We have four players. How I, we were struggling with Eastern Illinois the other night. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Give me. Care. Uh, 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 Klingon will probably get Hunter Dickinson in foul trouble. We got nothing behind him. I mean, we, we have no bench. I mean, it's it's. I was I was very excited about this season until I saw us actually play, and now I think we are unathletic and average at best. But Bill Self always finds a way to figure it out, so it's yeah, only December first. Any Browns talk or no? Hey, Can let's you... talk Flacco DTR. Jesus, my God! Yeah, let's not waste our breath on Jailbird Jimmy, that guy who's counter. Okay, settle down. Right. You got to remember our not list. Giving our your list money list. to Haslam people. <laughs> Our that listeners are Browns fans. Criminal, low life criminal. Stop giving him your money. Oh man, we have a big quandary now because we've got uh, uh, KU Indiana in Bloomington. You and I will be there. Yes, My sir. son will be there. Your friends will all be there. It's a twelve thirty tip. Then we had Colts at four thirty. We got Lions at eight. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to spend. Get, it. get a, us a get us a seat at Knicks. Get us a bunch of TVs or no, or we're going to be fine. But we'll, it's just. You know, drink some, drink some tequila, eat some food. Talking about Cuba, have some food. You know, it'll we be got good. a we got a Zagreb's reservation at six thirty on. Uh, oh, that. wait a minute, that's Saturday. Yeah, they got TVs there. I don't remember. I put Jason in charge of it. I told him right. to just he's in get charge us into the it. bar or something. I can't be Although you know what, with my YouTube TV, I'll just put it up on my phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, my man. There he is, Todd Derry, right. proprietor of just about everything in, in Cleveland. Uh, Rise and Grind Fitness, uh, Matt Derry as well. The Dairy Brothers Guardians cast, waiting for next year.com, the Evergreen Podcast Network special, December 1st edition. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back when Classe is traded. And uh, <laughs> Classe or Bieber, whoever gets traded first, that'll be our next podcast. That's right. And uh, we are out of room, out of here. What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On Press Box Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on Press Box Access.